If you want to avoid client revisions and make more money per client, this is for you. This video is teaching you the principles of proper communication with your clients. While this may seem like a no-brainer, most photographers get this wrong as actually costing them thousands of dollars each year. They say communication is the most important part of any healthy relationship, and that is especially true with your client relationship. Welcome to the Creative Biz Launch Podcast, where we talk about how to grow your creative business and scale to six figures. Whether you're a photographer, filmmaker, or designer, you'll find something of value here. Okay, so communication. Right off the bat, this is something I don't hear anyone talking about. We all know how important sales and marketing both are in the client acquisition process, but once you actually land a client, it doesn't end there. There are still two things that should be happening. One is something everyone does. You need to fulfill on your promise to the client. Did they agree to buy 10 product photos from you? Well, great, time to deliver on those. This is your fulfillment pipeline. Obviously, I don't have to tell you that once someone pays for your service, you need to provide it. But the second thing that happens, and something most photographers don't really pay attention to, is the customer experience. Customer experience is king and it all begins with good communication. At the start of the video, I told you that you're leaving thousands of dollars on the table because you're not communicating properly. Let me explain exactly where you're losing this money. A good customer experience will minimize revision, meaning that you'll have a lot more time to focus on more projects. And not just that, a good customer experience also leads to repeat clients. Once you acquire a client, you can keep them coming back for one, two, or 10 more projects. And not just that, those clients, they have friends in the industry. They refer you to their friends because good customer experience takes you so far. Already, we can see the opportunity here, but I'm not done yet. A good customer experience gives you better case studies. Better case studies mean better results, meaning you can charge more for new clients and gaining new clients becomes easier. And I'm not done yet. A good customer experience gives you better testimonial. Now you have great social proof. Social proof means so much in today's online landscape. And I'm not done yet. Last but certainly not least, a good customer experience makes it way more likely that a client will agree to work with you on a retainer basis. A retainer can be a year-long agreement that easily exceeds five figures, and it may even be enough to pay you a modest salary. Now you can see how a good customer experience is directly linked to a huge increase in revenue in your business. If your goal is to make six figures this year, this is a non-negotiable. Now you're asking, Chris, how can I provide my clients with a great customer experience? Well, this is one of the hardest things to do, and there are a lot of moving parts here, but we're starting with the easiest thing, good communication. What is good communication? Good communication starts the minute the client signs a contract to work with you. I'm not walking through cold email or sales calls here. I have other videos on that, as well as my upcoming program, Creative Biz Launch. Waitlist is now open for that link is in the description below this video is talking about everything that happens after you already acquire the client so as soon as the client signs a contract to work with you they should hear from you as soon as possible now you do this through a manual email or an automated email the shorter the time between them signing the contract and them hearing from you the better the customer experience once they've signed that contract you need to reinforce their decision to buy from you they just spent a lot of money hiring you you need to ensure that they made the right choice believe it or not the client is already deciding whether or not they want to work with you again. Just think of the companies that you spend your money on. Amazon sends you an email right away saying that they're working on getting your order ready to ship. If you order food off a delivery app, they let you know that the restaurant is preparing your food and when it's on the way. Take the same approach with your creative business. You need to send the client an onboarding email right away. The onboarding email will welcome them. You should have a couple sentences welcoming them, a sentence or two explaining what the process is going to look like moving forward, as well as some sort of way to actually onboard them. 
Now, this leads me to the second pillar of good communication, the onboarding process. This is essential if you care about reducing revisions. I don't know a single creative that loves doing revisions. They wanna do a shoot, edit the photos, send them to the client, and then they hear back from the client saying how thrilled they are with the results. Now, this is a dream outcome, but how many times does this actually happen to you? This is where the onboarding form comes in. In your welcome email, you should have a link to an onboarding form. The onboarding form is where you learn about their needs, their dislikes, their likes. You can learn about what mistakes other people have made in the past working with them. You also can really hash out some of the project details like what kind of aspect ratios they need, what social platforms these posts are appearing on. Really, you can customize this to completely fit your needs and your own business. I recommend using JotForm. It's nice and professional, not sponsored. It's just my favorite. I keep saying form, and some of you might think that this is annoying, that you'll just get this information from them via email. This is terrible for the customer experience for a few reasons. A lot of the time, if you ask them 10 questions via email, they'll probably miss a couple answers. Then you have to go back, ask them for the answer. They get annoyed. You get annoyed. That's a bad experience. When you're actually planning and executing on the project, you'll have to go back and reference a bunch of emails to see what they want. With an onboarding form, you'll have it all the answers in one place. Bonus points if you integrate and automate your forms with your project management software. That way, you'll have a new project created in your database as soon as a client completes a form. That's also something I teach in my program, Creative Biz Launch. Now, at this stage, we can create a beautiful mood board with their answers and send it over and have a prep call to really hash out details before the project begins. At this point, I need to bring something up. Your response time. When you receive an email from a client, you should respond right away. There are very few reasons why someone would wait to respond to an email. And the only good reason I could think of is if you don't have the answers to their question and you need to find out that answer. Response times are huge in good communication. I've heard of other creatives seeing a client email and waiting a few hours or even a few days to respond to it. How awful is that? They have the info the client needs, the email takes less than five minutes to send, and they wait for no reason. Maybe they're lazy, maybe they think the client thinks it's weird if they respond fast. Client wants their emails responded to as fast as possible. This is also good practice for general productivity. When you receive an email from anyone, it should only get one touch point. Email lands in your inbox, you open the email, and you either respond to it right then and there, you archive it because it doesn't need a response, or you go find the answer to the email and respond as soon as you can. There is no reason you should ever open an email, make a client wait on purpose to get a response from you. As a business owner, you need to act professional and take the high road. I'm not saying you should have email notifications on and always be bombarded by emails. Rather, schedule two or three times every day where you sit down and answer emails. For me, this is usually 8 a.m., noon, and 5 p.m. after I'm done working for the day. I batch my emails, and as soon as I read them, I'll respond or archive them. In this scenario, the client always hears back from me on the same business day unless they email me after business hours. Now, the same thing goes for delivering photos. I've heard of people completing a project in three days and waiting until day five to send the client the photos because that's what they said their turnaround time is. If the photos are ready, why would you wait? If you told the client five days and deliver them in three, the client will have a great customer experience. You just exceeded their expectation. Do you know how powerful that is? When they refer you to people, they'll rave about how impressed they were. This leads to better testimonials, better case studies, better everything. Okay, at this point, it's probably ingrained in your head to have good communication. But how do we actually communicate via email? What should be inside of our emails to most efficiently communicate with our clients? There's really only two reasons most of us are sending emails inside our business. We need to inform the client of something or we need to ask the client of something. Knowing this fact, let's make sure that we do one thing. We write our emails for clear communication. Emails are not the time to show off your expansive vocabulary. I don't care if you're an English major who's now a business owner. Email is not the time to start using huge words. The goal of email is good communication 
communication. A good exercise is to write as if you need a fifth grader to understand what you're saying. This will force you to simplify your vocab and write shorter sentences. Almost every email is going to end with some sort of ask. You need the client to do something or you need an answer from them. Make it clear at the end of your email. What do you want your welcome email to accomplish? Well, you want that onboarding form to get filled out. So end your email with that. Say something like, can you please complete the onboarding form as soon as possible so we can get started with the project? This builds urgency and makes it clear what you need the client to do. Almost all of your emails are going to have some sort of ask. So always include this at the end. If you're sending a super long email and you have questions throughout it, I like to reiterate the questions at the end. I'll let them know what the action items from that email are so that they see them twice. People skim emails. People miss a lot of details inside of them. So by including the action items at the end, you maximize your chances of them responding appropriately to you. Speaking of responding, a lot of the time you won't get a response, even if they're already paying you money and they're working with you. Follow up, it never ends. Just because they're now a client doesn't mean you won't be following up with them. You're still going to have to follow up to get those answers. I'll usually follow up every other day if I need something from a client, unless it's super urgent. So if you sent them an onboarding form on Monday and you don't hear back on Wednesday, you need to nudge them to respond. Keep this professional and cordial. People are busy. They have a dozen projects going on, so they'll occasionally forget about you. And they haven't watched this video yet, so they don't know about the one touch point per email system I mentioned earlier. A lot of this stuff seems simple, and it is but it's not easy and so many people just don't do it out of laziness. If you can start communicating with your client this way, I guarantee you'll make more money per client and most importantly, deliver the best results possible to each client. Now, if you need more info about this stuff, if you want templates for dozens of different client interactions with exactly what to say, or if you want to learn how to automate parts of this process, like when a client fills out their onboarding form, they automatically get a link to schedule a prep call and a project automatically pops up in your project management software with all those answers from the onboarding form. Well, I teach this stuff in depth in Creative Biz Launch, my upcoming program. The waitlist is live. The link for that is down below. That's all I got today. My name is Chris Pieta, and I'll see you next time.